The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, police have shot a man who's suspected of killing two Swedish people and wounding a third person in a terror attack in Brussels last evening. Belgium has raised its terror alert to its highest level following this attack and the public have been advised to stay at home until further notice. Now, joining us is Brussels-based, Brussels-based journalist Rosie Burchard. Uh, Rosie, good morning. Good morning. Can you take us through the sequence of events, uh, how all of this unfolded last evening? Absolutely. There's been some welcome news for so many who passed a really sleepless night here in Brussels this morning in that we've just learned that police have indeed, they told me, neutralised a man who has now been identified as a suspect who's accused or suspected at least of carrying out a deadly attack. And let me tell you a bit about that. About 7pm last night, it's understood that a man, a gunman, opened fire and shot and killed two Swedish citizens and injured a third person. Some videos then surfaced on online, on social media, of a man who claimed to be the perpetrator of the, of the attack and who is said to be inspired by the Islamic State. It was then, of course, a manhunt underway as police searched through the night. There was a very early hours of the morning press conference with the Belgian Prime Minister where we were given some more details on who, just who that suspect was. He's understood to have been a 45-year-old Tunisian man who had applied for asylum here in Belgium back in 2019 and whose asylum claim was rejected in 2020. It's now understood, according to the Belgium, uh, the Belgium's crisis centre, that the perpetrator of last night's shooting was identified and has now died. I was told by federal prosecutors here in Belgium that that man was found near uh, an apartment building where he had been searched for and that he was found with, an, with a gun in the vicinity. All right. So when they say neutralised, they shot him and uh, he has subsequently died. Um, I mean, he might be resentful against uh, the Belgian state for turning down his asylum application, but he didn't target a, a Belgian person. He targeted what appears to be two Swedish football fans because of that match that was on last night between Belgium and Sweden. And they were, according to some reports, wearing uh, the, the kit and the colours of Sweden So do we know whether this was random or whether it was, you know, some revenge for reading about the burning of the Koran, for example, in in Sweden? Well, listen, what the authorities have been saying here in Belgium at the press conference is that they believe the Swedish nationality of the victims is a likely or a probable motive that was cited in this uh, video in which this man claimed responsibility for this attack. There was indeed a football match happening between Belgium and Sweden and the whole stadium was put on lockdown. I was in touch with fans that were inside the stadium. They were asked to stay in place. They were evacuated bit by bit by police and I can tell you that the police then advised all the Swedish fans to take off any identifying Swedish fan colours, basically to remove any flags. Uh, they were escorted home, the Swedish fans, by police and we know there's police presence around uh, hotels where Swedish fans have been staying and outside the Swedish embassy here in Brussels. Now, in terms of the motivation of linking to Sweden, there's at least speculation here in Belgium about those events that you alluded to, which were burnings or desecration of the Quran, the Islamic holy book, uh, during the last few months in Sweden, which had, those incidents had caused 
at least diplomatic outrage in certain Muslim majority countries, uh, whether or not that's a direct, uh, that's something that the, the uh, perpetrator of this attack uh, decides as a motive. That's something that prosecutors are still looking into, but they certainly are, they have opened an investigation into what they say a potential terrorist threat. We've also heard from Belgian Prime Minister Alexander de Croo describing this as a terrorist attack. And I can say the streets in Brussels are still pretty quiet today and that is because most people are staying home trying to stay safe and that was indeed the advice that we received last night across the city to go home and to stay home they said until the threat was eradicated. We don't know whether this man was acting alone but it might appear so. Uh, What does Brussels being put on its highest state of alert what does that mean in practice? Well, in practice, as I said, we got a message last night from the authorities here that all of us, all of us here in Brussels should go home and should stay home. Now, the message has, messaging has slightly changed since then. Essentially, there are there is a reinforced police presence on the street, but public transport is running. Some schools here are closed. Some schools are open. Many people have been asked to stay home and work from home. Some Belgian media are reporting that despite the fact that this key suspect is appears to have been, as, as they say, the word neutralised, so shot and appears to have passed away, that some Belgian media are reporting that two further people are still being searched for. Um, it's important to note that the, the investigation is really still ongoing here in Brussels and we're expecting a meeting of Belgium's official uh, crisis uh, national, uh, national security meeting essentially at around 3pm, so later in this afternoon, after which we should get some more details from the Prime Minister. Here in Brussels, the terror alert is a officially at four. That is the highest level on the scale. In the rest of the country, it's at three. And we know that last night, for example, France had tried to beef up uh, reinforced border crossings with Belgium. Of course, you know, this is a city which has experienced terror attacks in the past. It's something which is very vivid in people's memories. Every day I walk past a memorial to victims of 2017 bombing here in Brussels. So that yesterday when people were asked to stay at home, that really brought up a lot of uh, familiar and certainly unwelcome memories of of, uh, tragic events that have happened in the past here in the Belgian capital. Rosie Burchard, journalist uh, in Brussels. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.